Today's show is sponsored by the MultiorgasmicMama.com. If lack of confidence, low libido, or guilt and shame around your sexuality are the cause of your bedroom woes, you know, the hot wild sex you never have anymore, or the transition into motherhood that sucked your libido dry, let me help you get your mojo and magnetic feminine spark back. Magic, miracles, total self-love, and multi-orgasmic bliss included. See you at TheMultiorgasmicMama.com. Welcome, welcome back, beautiful ladies. Today, I am going to be teaching you about something that I've honestly hesitated talking about on this podcast for a long time, because people are so scared of this topic, and because it's not very sexy, and oh my goodness, maybe you won't want to listen to me talk about trauma, but you know what? Fuck that shit. We are going there, because we are all traumatized. We are all, we all have sexual trauma or at least negative sexual conditioning that is shutting us down from our full self, sensual self-expression, from being fully sensually embodied. And even though this is a kind of not sexy topic, it is absolutely what's needed in order for you to become a sensually embodied woman and to really experience the exquisite pleasure available to you in your body. So this is part two of the Essentially Embodied Woman series. Um, and today I'm going to be talking to you about what the nervous system and trauma has to do with being essentially embodied. So we're going to break down what trauma is, what the nervous system is, what embodiment is, and what the felt sense is. These are all words that if you're not like super into the science world or you're not a science geek like me, these can be some really out there mystified topics, right? Well, what is a nervous system? A lot of people don't even know that you have a nervous system. You've heard of an endocrine system or whatever, but or the immune system, but you like nervous system? What is that? I don't even know how that works. I never got that in biology, or at least I don't remember it. So I'm going to be debunking some myths and throwing down some facts about each of these things so that you get an idea of how they relate to you not having the sexual experiences and the relationships that you most deeply desire. I want to be really clear before I get started on this that I am a trauma-informed practitioner, but I am not a trauma coach. That means that I understand the science of how trauma works in the body and how working at the cortical thinking level of the brain or even the limbic system or emotional level isn't going to heal your trauma. So there's no, there's actually no such thing as emotional trauma. There is emotional abuse and neglect, but the emotions aren't what's harmed. Okay, trauma is something that happens on the reptilian or primal brain level. Now let's talk about these three parts of the brain that I've been throwing around here for just a second. There are three parts of your brain. There's the cortical thinking brain. This is the part in humans that's really developed as opposed to other mammals. And this is what allows us to be really smart and logical and create amazing technology and be able to do math and science. 
And then we have the limbic brain, which is our emotions. It controls our emotions, how we process and handle emotions, our emotional intelligence, all that stuff. And then there's the reptilian or the primal brain, which is the very unconscious part of your brain. And trauma is something that happens on the deepest, most unconscious part of our brain, which is why there's so much mystery around trauma. And lately, thankfully, amazingly, it's becoming more and more demystified as we have a lot more trauma-informed practitioners coming up and trauma resolution therapists and coaches and guides coming up these days. And we're all beginning to talk about these things much more readily because we are all starting to wake up to the fact that talk therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy are not resolving the issues that lie in our bodies, especially around our sexuality and our nervous system responses, okay? The big thing that I want you to understand here is that if you have experienced negative sexual conditioning, heartbreak, or any sort of shaming or repression around your sexuality growing up, it's almost certain that your nervous system is not well. And that's why you're experiencing some sort of, for example, a lack of desire or the inability to intimately and emotionally connect with a partner without one of you being extremely triggered. And, you know, if you grew up with super controlling or affluent parents who told you that you were wrong for everything, you know, they tried to control every situation. We call those helicopter parents these days, right? Uh, if you grew up in that kind of household, or, you know, for example, I was a gymnast, I grew up with a lot of perfectionism tendencies, you know? So, it, you know, women that grow up in these households where everything's like so planned out and controlled, it makes you realize that, okay, I can't be me. It's not actually safe to be who I am and to have fun. You know, if your parents are constantly fussing at you for laughing and playing around and not you know, not being a good girl, then you get this imprint in your body and in your life that it's not okay to just even freaking exist as a human. And, you know, obviously, if you grew up in poverty, then you are most likely operating from some sort of survival stress on a day to day basis. And as showing up in your love life, your relationships, and your sexuality. <laughs> not the sexy part of this podcast, but the oh-so-needed part to understand. And all of this is to say that if you want to heal the trauma that you experienced growing up that is affecting your sex life, your love life, and your relationship, and you want to learn to regulate your nervous system, then you're going to have to go to the deep parts of your brain to heal it, all right? That means you got to go to the unconscious mind and the primal and the reptilian brain and really speak to that part of the brain in order to change your patterns and your behavior that are sabotaging you from the things that you most want in your sex life, your love life, and your relationship, baby. Okay, because all that talk therapy and counseling and cognitive behavioral therapy are absolutely not enough to reverse the unwell nervous system regulation that you got going on in your nervous system and get you to a place of being able to thrive sexually and relationally. Now, that was a lot. <laughs> but I want to point out first 
that there is absolutely no hierarchy to trauma. One person's trauma is not worse than yours. You cannot compare one person's trauma to another person's trauma, and you should not minimize what happened to you because someone else experienced something that was so much worse than you. Maybe they did, but guess what? Trauma is not about an event that happened, right? I want you to be really clear. It is not about an event that happened to you. It is about your nervous system functioning and how the event is sitting in your nervous system. Like I said, most of us are operating from survival stress in our relationships and our sexuality. And the more that we can normalize and take away the shame around this, the more that we will begin to heal as a collective because there is no deeper pain than the pain of relationship and sexual issues, right? If you think about the most painful thing you've ever experienced in your life, it's either a loss of a loved one, you know, relationship, the loss of losing a relationship, or something going on in your current relationship around your sexuality that's totally off. Maybe you're in a sexless marriage or Maybe you have pain in sex and you don't know how to, you know, be with your partner in a way that actually feels good and pleasurable to you. So there's so much pain around our relationships and our sexuality, but there's so little knowledge, so little help out there to actually take us from a place of survival, stress, to thriving in our relationships and sexuality. So let's talk about what trauma is. Trauma is choicelessness, choicelessness. It is not having a choice. It is the inability to process something in real time. So when something is happening faster than you have the choice over and your body is not able to process it in real time, this is trauma. And it causes your nervous system to go into a hyper or hypo response to that event. For example, uh, I have experienced relationship trauma and that is because my relationship ended so quickly. I could not understand what was happening. My entire life went from having a family of six to a family of three and selling my home and moving two hours away in a matter of a couple of weeks. And it was so traumatic. And it took me a year and a half actually to even wake up to the fact that that was traumatic for me. Like I didn't even recognize it as trauma, but for an entire year and a half, I was operating in a total survival stress mode. And it wasn't until last summer of 2019 that I started to recognize, wow, oh my God, what had even happened? I didn't even know. I just remember feeling it in my body, like the stress of the past year and a half and how it had just all happened so quickly and how I'd been in this hyper response for so long that I didn't know how to regulate my nervous system in a way where I wasn't overdoing it, where I wasn't working 
so much. I was working all the time. It was really hard for me to enjoy life or to just like be in the moment. It got really challenging and difficult. Not to say that I couldn't get there, but it was very challenging to get there. So again, trauma is choicelessness, the inability to process something in real time. Something is happening faster than you can have choice over. And what is the nervous system then? Well, the nervous system is the wiring of all of your nerves. And there are several breakdowns, and I'm not going to go into all the specifics of that. But the part of the nervous system that we're really interested in when in regards to trauma is the sympathetic and the parasympathetic branches of the nervous system and how they respond to external cues in your environment. So basically, your nervous system controls your reactions to your environment. Your parasympathetic nervous system is your rest and digest. And your sympathetic nervous system is the fight, flight, freeze response. So it's, you know, when you think of a mama having her baby cubs, her baby lion cubs, you know, if, if we're talking about a lion here, if she's out in the savanna having her cubs, she's going to have them in a place or in a time where she knows that it's going to be safe to where she can rest and digest, where she knows that it's going to be unlikely that she will have things going on in her environment that would put her into fight, flight, or freeze. And women have been known to, for their labor to stop when it's when it feels unsafe. So if there's something in the environment that cues, nope, we've got to go into fight, flight, or freeze, that will stall labor. Now that's a whole other topic I could go into about how the medical system totally is fucked up for women laboring and how they facilitate women going into fight, flight, freeze all the time. And then we wonder why labors are so long these days and why women are having terrible birth experiences. Okay, but I'm not gonna go on that tangent. It's going to be really hard for me not to, but just know that that's the difference between parasympathetic is rest and digest and relax and sympathetic is fight, flight, freeze. Okay. So embodiment. Embodiment is how your body either aids, enhances, or interferes with a certain experience in your environment. So does, is your body able to sink into the moment of pleasure, for example? Are you able to embody pleasure? Are you able to feel the pleasure in your body? Or is there something going on that's keeping you from embodying and feeling your pleasure? Or sensuality, we can talk about sensuality. So how are you, are you able to feel like a sensual or sexual woman in your body? Or does that not even feel safe? So you are totally, disconnected from your sensuality and sexuality as a woman. So for example, many of you tell me that you're constantly in your heads about all the freaking things, right? You're always in your head and that's why it's so hard to drop into pleasure and just be in the moment and enjoy sex or pleasure in general. This is because you are not embodied. Your brain is actually interfering with your body and it's not allowing you to be in your body and experience pleasure. And your brain does this because at the deepest level, it does not feel safe for you to be in your body. This is a trauma response, okay? When something doesn't feel safe, 
when you are not sure that you will be loved or that you can get love or when you're unsure that you will not belong in your family or your social network. So when you don't feel safe to experience something, the pleasure of being in your body is going to be short-circuited. So you're not going to be able to experience pleasure or orgasm or whatever or feeling sensual if it doesn't feel safe, if you don't feel that you can be loved, if you don't feel that you are going to be able to belong. So this is why many of you have worked with a therapist or a counselor before and just have not experienced the results sexually or relationally because it's one thing to say, okay, I know that it's safe to be a sensual mother or a sensual woman if you're not a mom, or I know that it's safe, or I know that I'll still be loved by my partner if I show up completely in my sexuality, or I know that I'm still going to belong to my friends if I, I own my sexuality, but your body doesn't agree. <laughs> so it might make sense to your logical thinking brain, and you may have gotten that mindset straight, but your deep primal reptilian brain is telling you absolutely otherwise. This is where somatic healing and embodiment training and the felt sense come into play. And this is exactly the work that I do with women in my coaching programs. I help them to heal on the deepest level of their mind and body so they can literally rewire their nervous system to feel safe to know that they will still get loved, that they're still going to belong if they let themselves experience pleasure and orgasm and multi-orgasmic states. So how many of you feel that it's not safe to share your sexual celebrations with other women? <laughs> I ask you this because I have a Facebook group and I've encouraged many of you to share your celebrations, just in general celebrations, not even like sexual celebrations, countless times. And, you know, I'm new to Facebook groups and still trying to figure out, okay, how do I make it feel safe for y'all to open up about these things? And the thing about it is that hardly any of them, any, any of the members of the group like to share their celebrations because at some level it doesn't feel safe. And again, that's my fault there, but you know, like, that's just part of our wiring is that when we are celebrating things, especially around our sexuality, it doesn't feel safe. <laughs> it's scary. It's scary because of the deepest level. We're not supposed to talk about that, right? Like we aren't supposed to be more orgasmic than another woman. Or if we celebrate our orgasm, then maybe we'd make some other woman uncomfortable or jealous. I have experienced this in other Facebook groups before. Uh, being a very multi-orgasmic, sexually liberated person, I have triggered the fuck out of some women, okay? And I absolutely don't apologize for it either because that's not my problem. So, you know, feeling that if you were your most sexually expressed self or sensually embodied self, would you still belong? Would you still feel safe? Most women would say no. <laughs> so... That's because we all need to know that embodying our sensuality through somatic trauma healing, that we will be safe and we will belong and we'll still get loved, but it takes working with the nervous system and rewiring those circuits in the brain and coming to a place of regulation in order to get there. So let me explain how it works. 
Somatic means nothing more than something that relates to the body, like a feeling or a sensation in your body, such as tension, stress, or a contraction, a constriction, or warmth, or coolness, or champagne bubbly feeling in your body. And the felt sense is just another word for embodiment. So that means it's bringing awareness to what you feel in your body right here and right now in the present moment. Somatic means the body. The felt sense means what are you feeling in your body? What sensations? Now I want to go over a couple facts and myths about trauma and the nervous system that I want to share with you today. The first one is a fact. The fact is you do not have to have been assaulted or physically violated for your body to register something as trauma. Now remember that trauma has nothing to do with the event that happened itself. It has to do with how your body and how that event registers in your nervous system. Myth. Trauma has different degrees. Someone else's trauma can be worse than mine. That is absolutely not true. You cannot compare trauma. There is no hierarchy of trauma, okay? Myth. It's a long and arduous journey to heal from trauma. Actually, it doesn't have to be. Unfortunately, it has been for many people because they haven't gone about the healing mechanisms that actually work at the deepest level because we've had, you know, lots of people going about this through a very logical cortical thinking way and that does not resolve trauma lying in your deep unconscious brain and in your nervous system. So it doesn't have to be a long and arduous journey, although it has been for many people. And it doesn't have to suck either, okay? Because love and pleasure are the ultimate healers of all time. <laughs> and you can heal yourself with pleasure, which is the beautiful thing about sexuality work and recovering and healing from sexual trauma is that it gets to be pleasurable. You get to let it be fun. And fact New neural pathways are made in your brain every time a new memory is created through felt sense experiencing. So even if you have no blueprint in your body of what it feels like to feel safe being sensually embodied or being in your body, even if your trauma has made it feel unsafe to be in your body, okay, you can create new neuronal pathways just by sitting with something in your body that does feel safe. So this is a concept called resourcing and there's another concept called attuning that are very similar. Okay, so just sitting with something that does feel good and safe in your body can help you to feel safe and good in your body in other ways. So you can bridge something that you already do experience with something that you may have never experienced and you can learn to experience that new thing that you want, like feeling safe to be in your body, for example. Okay, so let's go over this. Trauma is not your fault. There's a meme going around a lot right now, and I love it. Trauma is not your fault, but it absolutely is your responsibility to heal it. I'm going to say it again because it's so true. Trauma is not your fault, but it is your responsibility to heal it. So if we hold on to this and we don't take responsibility for healing our traumas and our nervous system responses that are not well, we will pass this on to our children. 
they pick up on these things. Children are very resilient beings, but only if we can teach them how to be resilient and how to manage their own nervous systems. So healing this is your not only your responsibility for yourself, but it's your responsibility as a fucking parent. So you don't pass on this shit to your kids because who really wants to do that? <laughs> so heal your shit and stop going about it in ways and doing things that you've done before that haven't been working. If it's not working, it's not working. Try something new. So if you're ready to, to take the leap and you are ready to release the trauma and conditioning in your body that's holding you back and you know it's the thing that's holding you back from pleasure, from turn on and feeling sexy, then I want to let you know that right now, my group program, The Centrally Embodied Woman, is now open for enrollment, and it will be open for a couple of weeks. Um, it is right now January 23rd, 2020, and you can head to mamacom forward slash sensually dash embodied dash woman to learn all of the details, the pricing, and to apply. And in the application process, you'll pick a date and a time to have a conversation with me. And there's a couple questions that you will answer before we will hop on the phone. So head to themultiorgasmicmama.com forward slash sensually dash embodied dash woman to learn all the details. And I hope to talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for joining and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>